WTLA North Syracuse, WSGO Oswego, W249BC Mattydale, W261AC Oswego, WTKWHD2 Bridgeport, ESPN Radio. Can we review our status here, Si? Let's look at this thing from a, uh, from a uh, standpoint of status. Can't go backwards. Can't go forward. What am I going to do? Hey, what happened? You have nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. This is a great day. A really great day. All across CNY, it's the 315 with Brian Higgins. Halfway home, here's what's happened so far. All right, what have we done so far? What have we done on the show so far? Uh, we've talked about the basketball game that is happening tomorrow. Syracuse, we know them, is playing Pittsburgh tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Why is the game at 5 o'clock? I don't know. It just is. That's why. ACC Network for your viewing pleasure uh, tomorrow. Talk to Curtis Aiken, the Pittsburgh radio color analyst about the uh, Pitt Panthers. Uh, and he is uh, he's not predicting. I, I feel that was an absolute guarantee uh, that whatever Jim Beheim is going to walk into tomorrow is going to be some next level student section activity. They have not forgotten. They have not forgotten. Like, a lot of things have happened here since Jim said all that stuff. Not as much has happened in Pittsburgh. They have not forgotten uh, the things. And we gave out our picks for the man that sort of knows. With that, to our guest line, Mario Sacco uh, joining us. Mario, I, you know, it was funny talking to Curtis last hour. And, like, that Jim Beheim uh, article thing, that feels like it was 78 years ago because of all the crap that's happened around here. Uh, he said it in Pittsburgh it feels like it was, like, four seconds ago. J- Jim's about to walk into... I don't know what he's about to walk into tomorrow down there. He's going to walk into the old Peterson Event Center when that place was rocking any time <laughs> uh-huh. he went there, and they had that long winning streak at home. Um, even the first game, Brian, I'm writing the 4 o'clock news, uh, my sports hit, and looking back, I'm like, December 20th seems like about seven years ago these days when you look back at that game and everything that's gone on over this last you know two-week stretch uh, for Syracuse, you know, beating the 23rd-ranked team in the country and then getting the Doors blown off you over the last two games. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be electric at the Peterson Event Center, but, uh, you know, it's more about can Syracuse show a little kind of resilience and be able to, you know, weather a storm because, you know, we know what it is. They're an experienced basketball team now, and Nellie Cummings just absolutely torches Syracuse. So, uh, can he hit six more threes against SU? Probably. <laughs> um, can Syracuse win? We'll find out. Yeah, I'd say in most cases, you're like, yeah, six threes, that's a lot. Well, in this one, I'm like, yeah, six. Yeah, he's probably starting there, and then we'll uh, and then we'll work from that because that's what he's done the last uh, two times and didn't really break his sweat on it uh, either time. What, what are you making of this, Mario? Because, you know, when we're talking last week, I was looking at the stretch of Duke and Clemson and Pittsburgh, and I thought the Pitt game was going to be the hardest of the three games. And now you add on a 40-point a combined loss leading into it. Like, that's not a good mental combination, I don't think, for the Orange uh, roll it into this game tomorrow. No, we, we thought that because of the way that, you know, uh, the, the pits made up and we were looking at Duke thinking, you know, this isn't a Duke basketball team that's, you know, a top 10 basketball team this year. But as we see, when they have all their pieces, they are a very good basketball team mm-hmm. uh, this year. And then Clemson lost four out of five. 
lost to Louisville, and you're thinking, oh man, this is a prime prime chance for Syracuse to go on the road and, and pick up a you know a quad two win, and you know they get killed down at Clemson, and Clemson's still hitting three pointers. I think at what time is it now? Three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Mm-hmm. They still might have banged up another one. So, um, yeah, I, I looked at it. Back in the day, it kind of has the same thing with, you know, Pitt already beat us. They were up by 20 in the second half and kind of, you know, Syracuse called their way back in it thanks to the press and, and Pitt, um, you know, taking bad shots and, and forcing turnovers. But um, when it looks, when you're, when you're looking at this basketball game, it, you know, what can Jesse Edwards do? And yeah, Jesse had a double double in that Clemson game, and that's that's probably uh, you know when you're thinking of double doubles, like oh yeah, that's great. But you know he was owned in the first half and did absolutely nothing, and Syracuse was down you know twenty when you blink. So he, he has to be able to find a way to score against Federico, Federico, and the guys that they throw at him um, tomorrow for Syracuse to be successful. And if he struggles again, you know it, it could be another lopsided loss because you know Judah and, and Joe can only do so much. Uh, especially Judah, he was phenomenal against Clemson. It was great against Duke, and look what it's done. It led to a 45-point total loss over the last two games. Yeah, he was great against Pittsburgh the first time, too. He had 24 in that game and was a, a huge reason that uh, Federico Federico, which remains fun to say, uh, was in foul- <laughs> he got in foul trouble in that game. It was like that hey. and the press that got the orange back in yeah. that one. And just think, at the beginning of the year when you talked about the Pitt Panthers, and obviously you didn't know about the guys that, that they had transferring in, you know, they're without the the guy that they thought was going to be their main guy this year. Yeah. And, you know, even their top recruit that they brought in with Dior Johnson, all the troubles he's gone through, and they've still been able to do this. So Jeff Cable's done a heck of a job with that program, uh, you know, kind of resurrecting it, so to say, to a 20-8 and record and a half game out of first uh, in the ACC, which is crazy to say that they're half game out of first in the ACC, and Lenardi has him as a 10th seed right now. So, uh, you know, that makes you scratch your head a little bit. Yeah, they're without uh, John Hughley's had some off-the-court uh, stuff and uh, has been away from uh, the team for, for most of the year. Like last year when we talked about the game, it was like, man, it was Jesse versus Hughley. That was the big thing. Now yeah. Pitt's got like 78 other guys. And you said it, like, <laughs> uh, we talked about Bracketology. The Spanish Tyler. twins yeah, throwing their way. They got the twins coming in that are bombing threes and doing all this stuff. It's like, what is going on here? Who are these people? Like, literally, yeah. none of these people were here before. You thought Marek Dolezal was skinny. Just go look at those two tomorrow. Uh, they, could, they could eat a few Mario's pizzas around here. Uh, yeah, they they need to get on that Pramonti diet and start pounding them sandwiches, I think, and maybe yeah. they can... They put the fries yeah, right no, on the sandwich. No, I see... No, I see light. Just stick as Iron City, fellas. No, they got to go with the heavy. They got to go with the <laughs> the OG brew down there. Uh, but you said it, Mario, about about the bracketology, and I'm not saying Joe Lenardi is wrong. I this is what the numbers are telling him. That Pitt is a ten seed right now. They're not on the bubble, but they're closer than they should be, considering they're a half game out of leading the ACC. But this is getting ridiculous at, at this point. I get this is what the numbers are saying, but Pitt's been like really good for two and a half months. Like playing in a major conference, and now, like if they lose the game tomorrow, they'll be like one of the last few teams in the tournament. It it doesn't make a lot of sense in my head at the moment. I know it, it doesn't. And you look at I don't know if you've watched you know, some of the Big East basketball, and you know I, I tend to watch a lot of the Big Ten uh, basketball, and you know those teams are, are beating one another. And you know Northwestern who lost yesterday, I get it to Illinois, um, but you know it's one of the top teams in in the Big Ten, and, and Pittsburgh went and slammed them. So, you know, take what it is about all the early season losses uh, that these teams have had. But Pitt is definitely a, a good basketball team. And, you know, 
to me, if you're one of the top three teams in the ACC, you're one of the top, you know, four four line seeds to me um, when it comes to NCAA tournament time. Yeah, certainly higher than a ten. Like if you have a chance to win the league, yeah. you're, you win the ACC, you're better than a you know the fortieth best team in the country. But uh, what do we do? Uh, Mario Saka. Yeah, uh, yeah that, we proved that. <laughs> My so. picks know nothing, so I, I know that. <laughs> we like to be consistent with that. All right, let's get a, a little lax talk in before we uh, yeah. get to your picks. This is this is a big game tomorrow, considering it's February twenty fifth tomorrow. Like if the Orange are going to be in the mix come May, they're going to have to get a few wins, like uh, this Carolina game tomorrow. I, I'm just intrigued to see, like what what's this team got? They played okay against Maryland last week. Are they ready to go get an ACC game tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> there's so many ways you can look at last week's game and, you know, watching it. And I was, you know, the first quarter, they didn't even have the ball. No. <laughs> like they got absolutely owned uh, in ground balls. They got owned in, in you know, face-offs. They, they couldn't do anything in that first quarter. And you looked at the shot total at the end of the game, and it was like, oh, yeah, Syracuse scored 12 goals on, what, 24 shots? Like yeah, yeah, that's great, but uh, you, you got to have the ball, and, and you know Maryland what was able to do that is North Carolina going to be that successful against SU. I, I hope not. Um, we know this offense for Syracuse can score, and we know they can score in clips. You know Spalina's goal was fantastic, but uh, you got to be able to possess the ball, and this is a game that that I think you're going to have to do that against North Carolina. And I asked Coach Gate, you know, on Wednesday, and I said. With the ACC not having a tournament and not having an automatic bid, how important are these games? And they gave you the old, you know, next game, first game mentality of, you know, every game's important, but these games are important. When you look at what happened to Notre Dame last year and how they got left out of the NCAA tournament, like, you got to take care of business in the ACC. Uh, And it starts against North Carolina on Saturday at at 3 o'clock. The game, uh, the basketball game's at five because the lacrosse game, I do believe, is on the ACC network also. Oh, so uh, that's why the five o'clock basketball game. Oh, it's a Q's doubleheader. Okay, I did. I guess I, I, I do believe so. I guess I, I, if I wrote it down correctly last night, but it was one in the morning when I was drawing up schedules. So I, yeah, I, I could be wrong. Okay, I I didn't f- fully consider all of the Q's television implications of it uh, <laughs> uh, of things tomorrow, but I do believe you're actually uh, actually uh, correct on all of that. Uh, yeah, which uh, means the three o'clock lacrosse start. We'll probably push the basketball game back yeah. to about five. We'll so, finally get to see it around five thirty, uh, halfway through the second half. Yeah, so somehow, like, even though, hey, all the Syracuse <laughs> games are on one channel tomorrow. No, no lines, no waiting. You're, you're going to be your remote is going to be like on fire <laughs> at, at five o'clock, yeah. trying to figure out where yeah. where everything is. Get ready to tune up to watch ESPN. App. Uh, yeah, just uh, always have that one click away. And uh, yeah, here they are. So there's six regular season ACC games. That means you have three of them at home. Two of Syracuse's three home league games for the next two weeks in Carolina and Duke. It tells you how important things can be early in the season. All right, uh, with that uh, talked about, let's get ready now for this. It's time for Mario to make you money. Your money? You know what else? You're a big winner. Or maybe not. And it's gone. Money. Here's the Sacco Six Pack. All right, Mario. What do you? We reset the. We reset the standings. We reset the slate last week. Uh, what, what do you got for us this time around? Two and four last week. Uh, let's start in college basketball tonight. I'm going to go to the Big East. Give me Xavier on the road at Seton Hall, minus one and a half. And uh, we're going to go to Nevada at Fresno State. Give me Nevada, minus three and a half tonight. Uh, so Xavier minus one and a half at Seton Hall, Nevada minus three and a half at Fresno State. I got two NBA picks for you tonight. 
the Bulls at home. This line was kind of fishy to me. Uh, minus two. Probably telling you to take Brooklyn, but I'm going to go with the Bulls at home. Right. Minus two against Brooklyn. And uh, Houston stinks. Golden State minus 10 at home against Houston. Uh, so those are my hoops picks for tonight. Got a couple of uh, college lacrosse picks for you. I'm going to go Duke on the money line. You're really not getting much if you're just taking this. I think it's plus one and a half on the uh, on the goal line. I think it's right around the same. Uh, so give me Duke on the money line at Penn, and give me Georgetown on the money line against Notre Dame at plus 190. Where is that? Where's the Georgetown-Notre Dame? Is that at Georgetown? Where is that game? That's a good game. Uh, it's at Georgetown. Okay. So that's... Uh, this is, these are we talk about lacrosse here, like important early season games. How important it is in the ACC. Oh, that's a huge one, like Duke and Penn, Georgetown, and 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 then one of the other ones that intrigued me is like you know we saw Brown lose, and you know they're underdogs to Vermont yeah. at Vermont. So, uh, like the Ivy League might not be what the Ivy League was last year uh, if we're looking. Yeah, but like the, this Duke Penn game and this Georgetown Notre Dame game, like those are games in February. The ACC lost those games last year, and the Ivy League won them, and it basically created the NCAA tournament. Those are like as many ways as far as who's going to make the tournament. Like those games might affect Syracuse almost as much as Syracuse's game uh, tomorrow. Yeah. The way the RPI works in lacrosse. So uh, to recap, uh, college basketball: Xavier and Nevada tonight, NBA Bulls and the Warriors, and Duke and Georgetown. On the college lacrosse field. All right, Mario. Jason where, where, Savico also also pitches tonight. Uh, if you want to spread some money on it, but uh, he faces the fourth ranked team in the country in Ole Miss. So, okay, that, uh, that, might, that, might want to spend money for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think I want to back the locals against the SEC. Uh, with all apologies to Beville's finest. Yeah. Uh, whoever yeah. Ole Miss has on the bump on a Friday yeah. night, I'm I'm yeah. frightened of whoever yeah. they are. Uh, best of luck, Jason. But uh, yeah, not an easy task. Mm-hmm. All right, what uh, what do you got tonight? Are, you, are we deep in sectionals now, or what, what do you got? Yeah, we're on? down to the semifinals. Uh, Class A is it a OCC tonight? Class A boys and girls. Uh, Bob McKinney's top seed of Bishop Grimes Cobras. They play tonight against the defending section champs in New Hartford, and yeah, got to see this kid, uh, Philipowski, play for New Hartford. He's phenomenal, and that's who Grimes plays tonight uh, in one of the semifinals. So we'll have uh, action of all all four games. Uh, Tonight, no fever. The fever is officially ended. I finally get a break, but uh, we'll be shooting some hoops. And best of luck to uh, Oswego State and Jason Leon, uh, CBA alum. Um, they play in the SUNYAC semifinals tonight up at uh, Oswego. He's only won 19 straight games and has uh, had a fantastic year. All right, there you go. You can catch that all uh, coming up uh, tonight at uh, 11, 11.30 over on News Channel 9. All right, Mario, good stuff. We'll talk again next week, all right? Take care, bye. Yeah, that is uh, Mario Saka with the six-pack. Little hoops, little lax, little NBA. With that, we'll take a break. A little 411 in the 315 when we come back. The comings and goings of the uh, rest of the college sports world. NIL, things are happening. Weird things. Florida State is shaking rattles. There's some stuff going on, people. There's some stuff going on. We'll dip our toe into it when we come back here on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.